missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. I don't know if my wife and I have ever texted each other when we're in the same room, but we certainly will post on each other's pages, social media-wise. When you're sitting together? Yeah, like, you know, we'll watch TV and we have our phones out, you know, checking social media, Facebook, whatever, scrolling, checking out the gram, put a meme up or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, according to a new survey, 64% of people say they've texted someone that's in the same room as them. Like that new commercial, we got unlimited data, so I'm just going to text you from the living room. It's so far. I've texted my kids in the house. Where are you? Well, no, just to talk to, like, dinner's ready, you know, like that kind of thing. Instead of just yelling up the stairs? Mm Mm-hmm. Some more stats from a recent survey about our cell phone addiction. 88% of us feel uneasy leaving our phone at home. I'll go back for it. Depends on what I'm doing and how long I'm going to be gone. I'll always go back for it. Even if I've already made it to my destination, I'm not going to go in until I go back home and get my phone. Then I'll turn around and drive right back. That's dependent for me. 66% of people, according to a new survey about cell phone addiction, check their phone at least 160 times a day, or roughly 10 times an hour. I'm tra- the amount I'm checking it is dependent on the situation that I'm in. If I'm waiting for, to get, a, you know, come pick me up or, right. I'm, or I'm waiting for uh, Mike to say, do you need anything on the way home? But I don't know if it's a checking thing, but my I just have mine on because I play a lot of stupid cell phone games. So it's just there and just pressing buttons. 33% of us spend more time on our phone than with our significant other. It's also sad. A third of us. I don't know. My wife and I do it together. We. <laughs> Whether we're at home or at the bar, you know, like, oh, did you see so-and-so did this and that? 17% of us spend more time on their phone than with their children. Love those phones, man. Again, a recent survey about uh, our addiction to our cell phones. 45% of people, according to this survey, would rather give up sex for a year than their phone for a year. That seems unhealthy, doesn't it? Almost half. Almost half (laughs) of people would say, yeah, you know, I'd... Maybe those are people not having it anyway. Right. Like, if I'm only getting it twice a year, then what's the point? Yeah, that it's not that I'm big not really that big of a, a, a give. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not really. And uh, finally, according to this uh, survey about cell phone addiction, three quarters of people, 75% of people admit that they are addicted to their phone, including 19% of people who say they're very addicted. So at least they're aware, self-aware of the fact That's that, like, hey, look, I. Step one. But you truly do live your life on your phone. I mean, you really do. I'm trying to... Defone? Not completely, but just be aware that, you know, if Mike and I are cooking or something in the same room as each other, then that's what the situation is. Like, that's what we're doing. I don't need to be checking on this other thing. Some interesting stats, according to a new survey about our cell phone addiction. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think they should have. George Harrison, apparently born on February 25th, but he liked to celebrate it on the 24th. His birth certificate says the 25th. Okay. But uh, either way, his birthday is this week. And yep. uh, in honor of George Harrison, we're playing Factor Bullcrap, Drew, George Harrison edition. Yep. And uh, again, kudos to you for knowing, first of all, <laughs> that he was a Beatle. Lead guitarist in the Beatles. It was good. Decent I- solo career. 
I didn't think that you would know that. I got to be honest. Really? All right. Ringo, Paul. He's the quiet one. You know, he's the... He's the one that gets forgotten about. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of the ancillary yeah. Beatle. Uh, but as you mentioned, he did have a good solo career after he uh-huh. uh, left the Beatles. So Factor Bullcrap, Drew, George Harrison edition. Number one, it's still not totally clear if he was born on February 24th or the 25th. Is that Factor or Bullcrap? Bullcrap. Uh, Off to a rousing I just, start. I just, I just started with the whole story. Birth certificate says the 25th, but back in the 90s, he claimed an old family document showed up. He was really born just before midnight on the 24th, so it's not clear which one, but... Mm-hmm. but they birth think- certificate is birth certificate. 25th. But then there was also some documents. Well, whatever. Birth certificate. Maybe it was so late that they just wrote 25th and said done with it. Factor Bullcrap, George Harrison edition here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Before joining the Beatles, the first band member he met was Ringo. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Bullcrap. Paul was the first band member that George met because they rode the same school bus together as kids. Ringo didn't say, meet. Weren't they friends? Yeah. Ringo didn't meet any of them until 1960, about two years after he replaced their previous drummer, Pete Best. So, got that one right, Drew. Not too bad. All right, you're one for two. Number three, Factor Bullcrap, George Harrison edition. He was still in his 20s when the Beatles broke up. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Fact. All of the Beatles were still in their 20s when they split up. George was the youngest at 27. Oldest was Ringo, who was a few months shy of his 30th birthday. So, Got to wonder like how much they could have still have done oh. if they... Well, and they did. I mean, I mean, they went on to... Well, you know, right, but very... together. But, I mean, there still was a heck of a run. But think of how much they did when they were together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hit I mean, after hit. They were pretty young. Hit. They were the freaking Beatles. I still don't understand how people think that the Rolling Stones are better than the Beatles. That's just lunacy. Yeah. They're the Beatles. Stones followed the Beatles. I didn't even know that that was an argument until Shaw brought it up. Factor bullcrap number four. George released his first solo album before the Beatles broke up. Is that Factor bullcrap? Fact. Man, you're on fire all of a sudden, Drew. What's going on here? The album Wonderwall Music came out in 1968, served as the soundtrack for an indie film called Wonderwall. Uh, John left the Beatles about a year later. They didn't announce the breakup until April of 1970. Yeah, because they didn't really break up. They just kind of did separate things. Well, here's Wonderwall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that meme. Last one, Drew. Factor Bullcrap, George Harrison edition. Here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. He was in a band with Bob Dylan. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Bullcrap. Uh, bookend and a start with a great... Oh, boy. Shaw would be very upset. I knew he was friends with him. Shaw would get this one. Traveling Wilburys. Traveling Wilburys, yeah. Okay. George Harrison, Bob Super Dylan, Tom Petty, Tom Petty, Roy Orbison, Jeff Lynn from ELO. They formed in 1988, shortly before Orbison passed away, mm-hmm. and released two studio albums, 88 and 90. They're good, too. I like the traveling. And uh, Drew, you did all right. That's you a got, lot of star power. You got three out of five. Pretty damn good. I'll take it. Not bad for... A guy who doesn't know anything about George Harrison other than the fact that he was in the Beatles. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. (laughs) No, really. I was telling you a minute ago, my my cat, Cricket, uh, we're pretty sure has some kind of worm. My wife saw some stuff in his fur the other day. Indicates that you might have to, so you take it to the vet. Well, we had the tapeworm uh, in Maggie uh, about a year and a half ago. And it looks similar to that, right? Little white pieces of tapeworm segments, if you will, kind of expanding. And so I did not take the cat with me yesterday to the vet. I just took the stool sample. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, they said they would take a look at it over at Hillside Animal Hospital. And the lady, uh, the vet over there gave me a pill about the size of an aspirin, maybe a little bit bigger, and a half of some kind of like coverall for yeah, kill the, worms. Kill the worms. Hook worm, tape worm, yeah. ring worm, all these worms. Go home, cut this thing into quarters, right? Little pieces. Put it in some wet food, little can of wet food. In a little saucer, put it on the counter. A cat gets up there, starts looking at it. Oh, this is good, this is good, this is good. And then all of a sudden, nah, I'm just kind of, I'm done. I'm not interested. So I've got these like six pieces of these, of these, this pill uh-huh. and a half, all in this food. So now I got to scoop them out with the spoon, and then I got to try to feed this stupid cat a pill. A pill. That's not happening, Brian. It was bad. This thing, I mean. I didn't want to put my, you know, with the dog, you open the mouth, you shove the pill in down back, back of the close throat, the snout. close the snout, they swallow it eventually. The dog's not no, going to bite you. They don't like it. They don't but like they, it, but they'll, they'll, you can get through it. The dogs, not, the dogs don't bite us. Cat, whole different story. Claws, claws are out. I got this thing on the counter. I got my, my, my thumb underneath his collar, and I got my two fingers here wrapped around kind trying of his head, up. and I'm trying to like squeeze his you know mouth so that it opens up, and I'm trying to shove this thing in with a spoon, and it's just not happening. And every time, and tongue down, 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 and then the pill popping out. And it's I mean, he was frothing at the mouth. There was like goo and stuff all over yeah, the place. Man, happy about you know, that. terror in his eyes, mm-hmm. and oh, I don't know. The lady said they got a liquid too, so we might have to go the liquid route where you shoot it in. Yeah, there I think the, you can also crush it up and put it like you know, so it's powder, like yeah. and put it in like tuna. So you can't pick it out. You're going to eat it. I don't think people know this. These, I mean, it's, Somebody, it's 2020. Some you cats make the pills. might be able to do no. that. You make the pills at some factory. You have cats. People have, everybody knows they're not going to eat this stupid thing. Some make it soft and delicious some, like a little, like a little snack. Wet. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Fat Tuesday today, Shaw. Yay. Going to be celebrating at Buzzer Billy's I later on. I love me some Fat Tuesday. Great selection of beers on tap. They've, of course, got those hurricanes and tsunami drinks, if you like things uh, in, a, in a funky glass. <laughs> that hurricane is good, though. I thought it was going to be super sweet and that I wasn't going to like it, Shaw. Right. Not the case. When in Rome on Fat there Tuesday. There you go. And all the amazing Cajun food on the menu, uh, including po' boys and jambalaya. What do you get when you go there, Shaw? Uh, what uh, Rasta pasta is usually my oh, go-to. that's a good one, mm-hmm. too. I usually go seafood, eggplant, pierogi. Can't go wrong with that. I like the jambalaya as well. But on I Fat Tuesday, it. I always get the Cajun combo with the blackened catfish because it's phenomenal. It comes with hush puppies. and I love the hush puppies. A little jambalaya. Uh-huh. Red beans and rice. That's good, too. Fun facts about Fat Tuesday, Shaw. It's on Tuesday. It's today. Yeah, it is today. Fat Tuesday. This is the day we, we fatten up before we give up stuff for Lent, right? right? You overindulge. Mm-hmm. If you're into that stuff. Uh, fun facts about Fat Tuesday. It's celebrated across the globe. Yeah. Except in Wuhan, China. Mm, yeah, they're not celebrating anything. There's a lot right of now. celebrating going on there. It's the only holiday currently taking medication for high cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Tuesday facts here on the morning sickness. A 95.7 The Rock. Some people are actually sober enough the next morning to go to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you see people coming in and stuff on their forehead tomorrow, don't be surprised. Facts, uh, fun facts about Fat Tuesday here on The Morning Sickness. The two best states to celebrate Fat Tuesday are Louisiana yep. and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of that right now in Carnival, New Orleans. Carnival, isn't it? The beginning yep. of Carnival. Yeah. You gotta be careful, though. You get people getting run over by the floats down there. Uh, today, you can eat all the fatty foods you want, which mm-hmm. is why tomorrow is called Constipated Wednesday. Ugh, bloated. Facts about uh, Fat Tuesday here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. It prepares your liver for the pounding it'll take next month during St. Patty's Day. There you go. (laughs) 
And get that liver in shape. It's a time when women who don't even let their husbands see their boobies whip them out for any drunken That's idiot true. who's got some beads. I saw this comedian this weekend that was talking about that. He has ADHD, and they went to New Orleans for Mardi Gras for his wedding anniversary. He was like, that was really stupid. Boobs, 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 boobs. Fun facts about Fat Tuesday here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. couple more, Shaw. Uh, boob-related on this one. If your name is Chelsea Handler, you're yeah. guaranteed to come home for Mardi Gras with more beads than anyone. Oh, absolutely. Uh, she rarely keeps her shirt on. Yeah, she does not. Uh, parade celebrants are encouraged to dress up as Elton John circa 1975. <laughs> a lot of costume wearing going on. A lot of flowers uh-huh. and feathers. And-, and last but not least, fun facts about Fat Tuesday here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. The guy who cleans up the streets on Wednesday morning has mm-hmm. exactly zero faith yeah. left in humanity, yeah, Shaw. probably. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Dash Wednesday, Shaw. It is, yes. And a new poll for Ash Wednesday asked 8,000 people to name the hardest thing to give up for 40 days for Lent. Hmm. Are you going to try to... Participating. uh, Give anything up, Shaw? No. Even... Even maybe a nope. lighthearted attempt? <laughs> That'd be a, a, like, a, like, hey, a maybe no. I should try this? I've been kind of busy. I haven't really thought about it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Gene, no, not you. Mm-hmm. you. You mentioned the other day cell phone. You're trying to like put it down a little bit. I'm just doing that on my own. Well, I guess I could say I'm doing it for Lent if I wanted to go. be like the cool kids. Tell on that because you know she's back. She's going to want to know what you're doing I for know, Ash Wednesday. I know. Uh, but it's, it's pretty standard in, in regards to the responses. Um, <laughs> number seven on the list of the uh, hardest things to give up for Lent, according to a new survey of people. Fast food, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Five percent of respondents. I can, uh, I can do that too. Yeah, forty days without fast food. I can do no that. No problem. It's a um, convenience sometimes, Shaw. You're traveling. You're traveling, traveling sure. Right now we get into the stuff that's really difficult. Mm-hmm. Alcohol, number yeah. six. Six percent of people say it would be. Uh, that's number six. Yeah. <laughs> Soda, at number five. Mm-hmm. And if All you're these, the um, caffeine, if you rely on it, you need it. You get the headaches. You take, you know, caffeine withdrawal. You know what it's like, Shaw. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, especially if you drink soda all day. You know, like I know you're people that drink coffee all day. Big soda drinker. Two cups and I'm good. But uh, yeah, soda is number five on the list of the hardest things to give up for Lent, according to a new survey of eight thousand people. Seven uh, percent of people said soda. Chocolate. Yep, figured that was going to be on the list. Eleven percent. I don't need that. I mean, I love chocolate. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going home like chocolate, chocolate, no, chocolate. You know? I could go 40 days without chocolate. Yeah, that would be easy. Uh, number three, social networking. Mm-hmm. Again, 11% of people say that would be the hardest thing to give up mm. for 40 days. It was the uh, number one answer for young people. 24% of uh, people between 18 and 24 years young said it would be the hardest compared to just 7% of people over 55. I don't know. My mom and... Chatsky's mom, they're just they're, they're in love with it, man. It's every day. It's, it's, it's like multiple. Chad had to have a talk with his mom. He <laughs> had to say, look, you're overposting. Stop it. <laughs> like, you don't have to share every single thing you see on the internet. I, she still does, though. I think it's, it's you know, fell in deaf ears there, but. Well, she's having fun. Whatever. <laughs> it's winter. Gives her something to do. I, number two on the list of the hardest things to give up for Lent, according to a survey of 8,000 people, was caffeine. Yeah, that had to be big on the yeah. list. That would be, that that would be challenging for me. And that obviously mm-hmm. covers a lot of things. Obviously, coffee and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, number one on the list. I guess cell phone. Uh, any sort of device yeah, related uh, thing, whether it's TV or, or cell phone stuff. Uh, watching TV or using streaming services was number one on the, on the list of the uh, hardest things to give up for Lent. 29% of people said it would be the hardest thing to give up. It was also the number one answer for every age group except for 18 to 24-year-olds. They're the ones that are sort of like, yeah, I'll just, you know, check Mm -hmm. out some YouTube series on my phone or whatever. But 
yeah, it'll be it'll be tough. But that's why they say just one thing. You know what I mean? Like if you can give it up. Yeah, and maybe you don't have to cut it out. Maybe you just right. I'm going to try to be on the internet less. Show. Less lessen right. the usage. But uh, Lent today, uh, getting started with Ash Wednesday. Expect to see people with uh, the ashes on their foreheads sure. when they come into work. Don't say, hey, you got a little something up there. You know, yeah. they, they're aware. They, I think they know. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. And do you have a financial advisor, Shaw? Uh, my wife, yeah. Your wife? <laughs> she tells me what to do with my money. <laughs> my wife. You married up, Shaw. U.S. and day. She does the money stuff, right? Yeah. That's what you're. you're well, she's a at. banker, so right makes sense. And balls in her wheelhouse. Yep. But some people have financial advisors, somebody that they go to. They say, "Hey, what should I do? You know, should I invest or what should I? You know, stocks, bonds. What do I do? How's my IRAs? portfolio? Right. But uh, the stock market in a nosedive right now. Fears <laughs> over the coronavirus and everything. And down a uh, thousand points the other day. It's a good time to make sure you got a reputable professional advising you on money matters, Shaw. You mm-hmm. gotta trust that person a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, they're they're dealing with your future and your you know. Do they know their business? Money. Here are some signs you have a bad financial advisor, Shaw. Top signs you have a bad financial advisor. There's lots of them out there. Here on the morning sickness of ninety five seven the rock. He blames Monday's stock market plunge on gravity. <laughs> what goes up must come down. Right? Makes like sense. Mm-hmm. Newton. Apple tree. That's just a science. That's hashtag science. He wants you to invest in Uber, not the stock. Just uh-huh. leave him a good tip when he drops you off. <laughs> it's a side gig. Don't judge. Right. Everybody needs a little side hustle, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Top signs you have a bad financial advisor. His advice for the 25th straight year, keep holding on to those beanie babies. The market's going to rebound. <laughs> They're going to be collector's items. Someday. Just like those Simpson toys. Mm. Why you gotta do me like striking them so personal? (laughs) Love it. Those wounds cut deep. Uh, Top signs you have a bad financial advisor. He doesn't have a degree, but he promises he's seen trading places like a (laughs) hundred times. One of my favorite movies. That's it. Love that one. I just keep watching it over and over. He points out highlights on an investment chart with his erection. Well, right over here, as you can see. If you look right over here on this pie chart, some analytics for you. Analytics. Top signs you have a bad financial advisor here on the morning sickness of 95.7 The Rock. couple more. What you call Sears, yeah. he calls a golden investment opportunity. <laughs> Not anymore, right? Oh, no. uh, he thinks Dow Jones is a CNN correspondent. <laughs> and now we're going to send it over to Dow, Dow Jones, Jones in the newsroom. <laughs> Good work. Uh, he tells you not to start a college fund because your kids are stupid. They're not really. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. What you want to hear from your advice? Saving you, saving you a lot of money here. Uh, the potential there seems limited. Top signs you have a bad financial advisor here on the morning sickness. Couple more. He has a landscaper sit in on meetings to discuss hedge funds. <laughs> no, different That's kind of hedge it. funds. Yeah. I called, him my, I called him my buddy Ron, and he came in to talk about hedge funds. Uh, he's clearly replaced a missing tooth with a Lego. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's thrifty, you know. I think that's anybody, man. If you got a painter or you got a sidewalk guy that comes over and he's rocking a Lego Uh, for a tooth. Look, it can move in and out, Shaw. You know what? I'm just going to move on. Mm -hmm. Just going to go to the next office. Top signs, you have a bad financial advisor here on the morning sickness. He's the first result when you Google bad financial advisor. (laughs) It's you. Right at the top. Right at the top. 
And last but not least, Shaw, the uh, number one sign that you have a bad financial advisor here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. He screens his calls for creditors. <laughs> Ooh, not answering that one. Right. That's a big fat no. Mm-mm. Oh, Mm-mm. comes up private. Guess nope. they're going to stay That's... private. Be the wrong number. You're listening to the best of The Morning Sickness. More, more, more. And this one's kind of hard to figure. Okay. 23-year-old woman in Florida. All right. Crashed her car while topless. Oh, after she tried to give her boyfriend sexual favors on his birthday. Yeah, on, on uh, two different kinds of While favors. she was driving. So now, she's in the driver's seat, topless. Uh-huh. Hold on. We got to slow it down, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I know. We got to, I got to get, I got to get all the get information. The I gotta, I'm, 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 I got to reel it in here for a second. All right. Florida woman, hashtag Florida woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Topless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the driver's seat. He's over there. Is he pantsless? Is he Donald Ducking it? It doesn't say what he's the just, he's status out. of his he's pants out. was. In some, some way, she's shape driving, or form, he's she's out. She's topless. So far, that seems like you can control everything, Shaw. It's not yeah. that distracting. He was, he was visibly aroused? I don't know. And I, and what kind of favors was she granting him? Uh, it doesn't say that. I believe no, it, it does, actually. Yes. There was oral and manual. That is exactly what it says. She was doing this, though. Here's the part that is hard to wrap your head around. Oh, this is, I, we haven't even gotten to the good she part? She was driving yeah. at the time. Right. So she's leaning over from the driver's seat? Behind the wheel while moving. Well, I'll just run the gas and the brake. You take the wheel. Guess what? They got into a crash. Oh, no. man. Oh, yeah. I saw that. It was in that movie Parenthood with Steve Good. Exactly. Uh, Steve, Steve Martin. Why don't you oh. tell him what happened, honey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something I could do to relax you? Right. Oh, no. <laughs> She's, she told cops she was copless, uh, topless rather when the crash happened because she, she, quote, she was wanted to look sexy topless. for him on his birthday. Yeah. Well, that part I get maybe at home once you got the car right. home in the garage or something. She was sucking it, it from a distance. Maybe he's got that ability. Maybe he's that gifted. You know, she doesn't have to go very far. Well, if that was the case, maybe she could have peeked out of her left eye and still kept it on the road. There you go. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe she was sitting straight up and that thing was just over here in her space. No, she was like this and he didn't How do you know? very We good. don't know. You got pictures? We can of only imagine. You got a picture of this thing? I don't up? know. I'm sorry. Got an it. accident. Could have bit it right she off. She was copless and topless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, you yeah, don't want It was a happy birthday for him until the car crashed, I guess. Is he okay, though? Do you have suffer any injuries? It didn't specify that, so I'm assuming that he's Rear okay. end somebody like bitey. really hard like that, Sean. <laughs> you could jog and just mm-hmm. clap. That's definitely a Clamp down. guy driving the thing you want. It would be easier, I think. Yeah, you? you definitely a lot less, more focus on, on the guy. On the road, yeah. Uh, he can, you know, like, uh, Maybe he didn't have still his keep license. the eyes open. <laughs> you know? Well, she was looking out for him by driving. Yeah. Here's his remote, so yeah. that's not going to work. You don't. Either. We'll do all the other illegal stuff, but don't you dare drive. It's good. Happy birthday. Bad news, happy music here on the morning sickness. 95.7 The Rock. There's that. Mm-hmm. From the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. She gets an A-plus for effort. Right. You got you to gotta wife that, right? I mean, like, she's one. She's a down. a lot of birthday giving. There's a lot of She's giving She's down in that for all birthday. that. Like, you got to put a ring on it. That's just her car on top of it. It's just got to be the tip her of the Her insurance, her deal. Right. I'm willing to do all this from my side of the car, topless, on your birthday. On your birthday. That's a, you're getting a ring. When you Beyonce. Know. Oh, yeah. If you like, you got to put a ring on it. If you like, you got to put a ring on it. Right? Am I wrong? Mm. I'm not wrong, am I? The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. As you know, Shaw, I battled with diverticulitis for a number of years. Uh-huh. Finally had the uh, elective surgery several years ago to 
get my uh, colon corrected, and for the most part, it seems like everything's working good. Well, congrats. Haven't really had any problems. Had a few issues here and there, but uh, nothing major, nothing like I used to have. But uh, when you when you end up with IBS or some sort of colon issue or whatever, there's there's usually two routes you can take with it, Shaw. You can either, you know, develop a sense of humor about it, which is kind of what I did. Okay. Because poop's funny to me. Uh, or you can kind of shut it down and not, never talk about it and keep it secret, you mm-hmm. know, which some people do because it's, it's to a, them. a private thing mm-hmm. and, you know, it's not always something you want to talk about. Sure. Uh, but uh, now apparently there is a, uh, a, a a movement online, Shaw, a bowel movement online, yeah. a do-it-yourself bowel movement. I don't know if you've seen the commercials for Colorguard where you poop in a box yeah, sure. and you mail it out. Mm-hmm. This one, you uh, buy he- healthy poop on the Internet and then uh, blend it and inject it in your rear ends. No, and, you don't. No, yeah, no, you, no, no, you do. No, no, yeah, like. No. No. Yeah, you do. It's a thing, Nobody's Shaw. doing that. No, they are. Frank did it on Sunny in Philadelphia. He bought <laughs> he bought poop off the dark web to give himself a tapeworm. He lost four ounces. <laughs> Which I love. I love that episode so much, and it's so funny. And I'm sure I saw that. Dee's in the back room with him, and she doesn't. He's answering questions she's not asking, and she's getting so pissed. And he's like, "I bought poop off the dark web." Uh, I wrote an article about this. You can see it on the uh, Morning Sickness page at ninety five seven the Rock dot com. I shared it on our uh, Facebook page to this morning as well. To lose weight? No, this is not for losing oh. weight. This is apparently for health treatments. This is okay. for treating. Di- Problems like Lyme's disease and apparently bipolar disease. I I, I don't understand huh. how all that works. You can certainly click the links in, in my article. Thing? Yeah, you can read okay. more about right. it. Um, I, there's your guts. The yeah. oh, there's the health of your of guts has a, has a lot of oh, effect no on the rest of your body. Sure. For sure. My doctor has told me numerous times that look, if you start eating better and you start eating more vegetables and you eat healthier and you eat. You know, better food mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to processed food and fast food right. all the time. Gut pizza, is it'll help your psoriasis. He said it won't go away, things. but it'll help you. And, and then you uh, ignored him. Well, of course I do because I want to be happy. I don't want to be miserable. Look, I'll deal with the psoriasis. I've been dealing with it for a long, long time. But apparently what people are doing uh, is uh, DIY fecal transplants, FTMs is what they call them, Shaw. And uh, you buy healthy poop from some sort of reputable service on the Internet. What kind of reputable service on the Internet is selling poop? But we heard about this poop bank in Massachusetts. Remember a couple years ago we had the story about that where they wanted your healthy poop? And they send you the poop, and I'm assuming it's, it's some... It's an at-home thing? I Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not... Yeah, so no, where, do you think, no, where do you think you're going to get this done? I don't know. I'm going to a clinic. I'm right. not doing... Like, none of that's happening in my living room. But uh, apparently you don't even need a doctor's note or an FDA approval yes, or anything. you do. You should. You just buy somebody's... Shaw, you should need something. Whoa. I'm guessing that when it comes to you, it's, like, uh, dried out, and it's, like, in yeah, a packet. It's probably, too. like, a powder form, yeah. Shaw. And then you add water... To it, and you blend no, it, okay. and then no, you inject no. it like an enema uh, in order to get the how healthy. How would that possibly help you in any way? You get the healthy stuff. I don't know. Do you hold it in there? for How long do you hold it I'm in there I'm just drinking for? kefir, okay? I'm just going to buy the fruit-flavored kefir at the grocery store, and I'm going to drink that. And yeah. I don't like that, Shaw, but I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Fine. Or if you want to, you know, go, you know, more traditional, you just buy the full log, and you just... Okay, let's you know, just read the article right on the website, Shaw. If you yeah, want more information, yeah. I don't need any more right now. I have all the information mm-hmm. I need about if you that. Want, more if, than I need. if you want to read more about DIY FTMs, which is what they're called. <laughs> it's a lot of letters. You can go on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or go to our Facebook page. There's a link there. Yeah, do that, This Shaw. morning about DIY FTMs. Okay. Honest new gift this Christmas, Shaw. <laughs> DIY <laughs> FTMs. Put that on my list for you. Nope. 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 I'm going to go to a professional. I, I learned. I'm going to go to a professional every that time. That says doctor written all over it. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> definitely got a professional written all over it. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Coronavirus. 
Big news over the last, what, couple of months now. Yeah. Mike Pence in charge. Correct. According to the president, he said, Mike Pence has got it. So Trump's not going to have anything to do with it. Pence he's, is well, gonna, he's going to, yeah, that's your responsibility. He's tasked him with that mm-hmm. uh, job of making sure none of us get it. Right, Shaw? Well, I'm not sure that's specifically his task, but... Do you know how you get coronavirus? I don't know that anybody knows that yet. You get it from the farts. Pardon? It's science. Okay. You can get it from somebody's farts. Did you know that? No, because I think they're still trying to figure out how we get it. Uh, If they have the virus, if someone has the virus, the coronavirus, and they pass gas, it could potentially, possibly, maybe... explains those masks. ...put you at risk. Health officials in Beijing have confirmed that, yes, it is possible. Unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, there are two reasons why it's not very likely that you get it from someone passing gas, though, Shaw. Okay. Number one, you got to get a really good close sniff at it. You got to be... Try and stay as far away at that particular well, moment. So if I pass gas here on my side of the counter and Jean... I'm it, over here, I'm I'm fine. She's probably safe. Okay. Probably be a little bit more close in proximity. Really shot. intimately close. <laughs> and and the person would also have to be naked from the waist down because pants and underwear would act as a shield. Ah. Keep that in there. I wasn't concerned about the farts. Good thing you're dressed. Truth. Also, the uh, mask thing that you referenced is not, not it doesn't true. doesn't work. Well, it's not true. The, the whole thing yesterday with the masks and the facial hair, that apparently has been on the CDC's website since like 2017. It has nothing to do with... With the, with the coronavirus, coronavirus, it has to do with workplace mm. stuff. Yeah, the facial hair thing. Uh, make sure that your facial hair fits underneath the right. uh, mask, Shaw, to keep it mm-hmm. safe or else little bits of the virus will get right. caught in your beard. And uh, Some of the facial hairstyles that the CDC said were fine were clean-shaven, obviously. Mm-hmm. A little, uh, soul, the best. little soul patch. Mm. Little, uh, Shouldn't get in the way much. Hate Ashbury mm. soul patch there. Uh, and the Zorro. Little mustache, little thin mm-hmm. mustache there. Mm-hmm. Uh, some styles that would put you at risk are stubble, ZZ top beards, mutton chops, <laughs> oh, the Fu Manchu. Yeah, right. Bring it on. The whole thing actually had nothing to do with the current coronavirus outbreak. However, it was a chart from the CDC's section on workplace safety. Yeah, somebody's digging it up. And- for people who need to wear masks and respirators at work. It's been on their website since Forever. 2017, so not but not somebody saw it. Thing I also grabbed the two bottles of Lysol that we have here in the studio, and I'm going to uh-huh. look on the back because everybody says that it, it cures uh, Ly- Lysol cures it. It doesn't, it doesn't cure it. Yeah, that's what no. they say on the internet. Uh-huh. I've been reading on the internet. It. Okay. And those sons of bitches on the internet yeah, know they're everything. They're always right, aren't they? They're 100% right It doesn't all the time. cure it if you it get it. It said it on the internet that they cure it. It helps spread, stop the spread of germs. germs. Yes. In 30 seconds, Lysol will kill. Influenza A virus. Mm-hmm. Something I can't pronounce. <laughs> Another word I can't. I can't even read. Hepatitis B. Okay. Influenza B virus. Uh huh. Germs. Rotavirus. Uh, three minutes. Oh boy, there's a whole bunch of stuff I can't pronounce. Does it say coronavirus on there? I well, can't no, even. I, dude, look how little this writing is. I can't even read it. <laughs> I legit can't. It's so tiny. How do you read any of this stuff? You don't. You just spray it and hope for the best shot. <laughs> In 10 minutes, it kills feline something or other. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. But apparently, it just just, just, just spray the Lysol. Just spray it all over your body and you'll right. be good. Yeah, you'll be right. Put down the axe spray and use Lysol instead. Get like a hazmat suit and fill it up with Lysol and just mm-hmm. walk around with it. There you you'll go. be good to go. Right, Shaw? Yeah. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Ah! I don't know if you heard about Constance Wu, Shaw. I don't think so. She uh, made 600 bucks the first night she danced at a strip club 
in preparation for her role in that movie Hustlers with okay. Jennifer Lopez, the stripper movie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Really wanted to learn about the world of stripping, so she went and stripped. Firsthand. And got 600 bucks in cash. They must have liked it. I dated a stripper many, many years ago, and she made a lot of money on Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday nights. A lot. Tax-free, too, because you don't claim any of that. Oh, cash. Straight cash, homie. Also, there was the uh, stripper who fell from the pole. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, broke her jaw. Dangerous business. GoFundMe page. Thousands of dollars raised for her. Here are some good things about being a stripper, Shaw. Oh. Some of the best things about being a stripper. Put you through college. Here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. The best things about being a stripper. No one will ever understand Warren's cherry pie quite like you do. (laughs) Has a special (laughs) meaning. Just feeling it. Deep. Deep in your heart. Or Motley Crue's Girls, 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 mm-hmm. which is played in every strip club in the world. Best things about being a stripper? You save a ton of money not buying Father's Day gifts. <laughs> Stay Keep that money to yourself. Daddy issues, right? Mm-hmm. Getting paid to listen to boring, lonely men talk about their sad lives is better than most women who have to do it for free. That's true. You're right, Shaw? <laughs> That's true. You go I'm home talking your, about it that way. Go home to your wife and tell her that it's free. <laughs> Uh, you can say uh, you have something in common with Khloe Kardashian after you hook up with Tristan Thompson. He's <laughs> out there banging strippers. Best things about being a stripper, just for a couple of us, apparently that one. Uh-huh. Uh, here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock, it's convenient to be able to keep your pet goldfish in the heel of your platform shoe. <laughs> it's with you at all times, Shaw. Yep. Never leave it. Good fashion home. choice for the uh, strip a, club stage there. Keep a good eye on him. Yeah. You know, make sure he's okay getting fed. Jostled around. Regular base. Best things about being a stripper, you can deduct glitter from your taxes. Right. You can? Mm-hmm. Apparently. Mm. Glitter expenses. At high school reunions, all the guys want to talk to you. Yeah, suddenly, right? Right, Shaw? Mm-hmm. So best, what do you say you do for a living? Best things about being a stripper here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Nobody ever asks what you're doing for the weekend because they know it's cocaine. Well, come on now. It's a broad brush you're painting with it. Uh, well, you know, hey, you can't paint the whole house without a, you know, a broad mm-hmm. brush, Shaw. You get it. You uh, increase your chances of having a career as a firefighter from all your experience sliding down a pole. pole, yeah. I mean, you really learn. Mm -hmm. Got to keep that pole clean, too. A little spray bottle, a little towel out there. important. Think of all the germs that could be on there. Oh, there's a lot of of body parts that are clinching to that thing, Shaw. Mm -hmm. That's where all the germs come from, those body parts. Best things about being a stripper. A couple more here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Your coworkers are always solid, stable women with zero emotional issues. <laughs> There's no drama. A lot no of really good friendships. Drama, Michelle. Yeah, right. really long-lasting, right. really supportive of each other. Right. Based on some... A lot of watching the Yaya Green Tomatoes. Deep-held faiths <laughs> together. Uh, best things about being a stripper here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Every day is casual Friday. True enough. Doesn't matter what day of the week it is. You look good in that. Boy, when we had that one stripper in the calendar that one year, and she opened up her little backpack, and she had all her clothes in little Ziploc sandwich bags. And I'm like, that's genius. She's <laughs> like, well, when you're a stripper, you got to keep track of this stuff. You have outfits. And I oh, was I like, suppose. that's brilliant. Last but not least, uh, the uh, best things about being a stripper here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The uh-huh. Rock, you never get called into human resources. <laughs> I don't think not they have a, a human resources I department. <laughs> I don't know if they have one of those at the strip club. Yeah, I'm going to speak to HR about this. Yeah. <laughs> right. That is me. I'm the owner. I am HR. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. I'm sure a lot of compassionate, caring people do this job, but it also sounds like something that might attract a few creeps. A 23-year-old hospital worker in Florida named France 
uh, Belderin, works there as what's known as a sitter. Okay. Basically, his job is to sit in people's rooms, keep them company, and watch them sleep to make sure they don't die. Mm. Or at least that used to be his job. He got fired? Uh, he was fired. Can I guess why? Sure. He something, fell asleep. He some, wasn't watching. Something foot-related. Why do you have to go there? I don't know. I'm just it's your it's your kryptonite. The guy was arrested after he was caught sucking on an elderly patient's toes while really they slept. Feet. The patient woke up around eleven o'clock and oh my god saw the man down on his knees with her foot in his mouth. Oh my gosh! Well, that's what it says. Uh, it doesn't say if this was a man or woman, but they yanked their foot away and. The uh, sitter then jumped up and went back to the chair he'd been sitting in. The hospital ended up calling the cops, and he was arrested. He's Holy facing charges moly. for battery on a person 65 years or older. I don't even like feet. Oh, my gosh. Right in there, Shaw. Yeah, the whole foot. The whole... Really beautiful feet. Foot. The whole Jeez. foot in caboodle. Uh-huh. Right, in his, right in his mouth. Do <laughs> you think you would vomit if a foot yes. ended up in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Like I could like. What if what if your wife's dying wish was that you you put her foot in your mouth? Well, of course, <laughs> I don't think wife, that's gonna be. What if she said, "Please, my bucket list is to." Mm-hmm. I've been waiting all my life. It's a big hypothetical, there, Brian. What if? I'm just playing. Who'd you rather hear, yeah, Sean? Uh-huh. And you'd say, "No, sorry, you're gonna die without that one. You're going out. You're going out without." <laughs> sorry, Mary. I'm well, not you, checking that bucket list off. You put it that way. I mean, you know. I love you, but not that much. <laughs> no. I would do anything. Except your toes. Except but I won't put your feet in Dude, my that mouth. That guy could have gone, got nachos, and had a soda, and just kicked back and done his job. But right. no, he's he getting had, paid to sit. He's a I paid need, sitter. I need that job. Do they have that job here in town? I, they might. Some, Some hospitals. How am I not getting paid for this? Mm. You just. I'm good you at that. You can't take a nap though. You have oh, to watch. Fine. I'm just give me my phone and the TV. I'm good, man. I'll I nap during the day. And you wouldn't at all I'll, think I'll about that guy's hell. foot. Yeah. <laughs> not me. I'll be like Shaw. I'll be like, I don't even like feet. I'll go in there and be like, no, nah, I'm not. I don't, <laughs> that. don't worry about that. Nope. Oh, I'll stay awake. I'll make sure. No death. Don't they have them hooked up to monitors and stuff? Though? <laughs> sure like, don't they, they don't do. those things go off if they're right. dead? Me, you know, like, oh, code blue. We got to get down our stat. I would think the so. But That'll they got to pay this guy. Right. Who's Maybe they don't have that equipment. staring at you while you're sleeping. God, that's a good job. <laughs> oh, yep. Watching br- someone still sleep. Still breathing. I don't know if I want to. You don't have to watch them. You just got to make sure they don't die. Well, you I think you've got to be prepared to take action if they run oh, into some trouble. Oh, now you're coming to me yeah, with the requirements. Oh, there's always some sort of prerequisite. You got to do stuff. Oh, there's other people that they pay to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm paid to be a sitter. Mm-hmm. That's what they. That's his mm-hmm. job title, sitter. Yeah. Thank you, Shaw. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't even like feet. Right, Shaw? <laughs> that's my thing. You would really let Mary die without having her foot in your mouth. He didn't yes. answer I have to you. Think about he, it. he started Sorry, Mary. the issue. What if, like, the only way to save her from, like, drowning? She's, like, under the water, and you're, like, hands are tied behind your back. Uh-huh. The only way to drag her out of the water right, is, to, by is, the toes. is to bite onto her toes and, and pull, her, pull out. her out. Mm-hmm. I got you, Mary. I'm coming. Give me in my mouth, and we get that foot all up in here, Mary. Your poor wife. Does she go places and people talk to her about the stuff we say? No. Okay. She doesn't take her places because of that. <laughs> I'm coming, Mary. I know I'm tied up, but I'll use my mouth to extract you from underwater. With your feet. No? Yeah. I'd have to think about it. <laughs> you would. <laughs> you might have to be down there a little while. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here. I'm really wrestling with this decision. All right. I'll, I'll figure it out. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. You're kind of a mutant, Drew. You can't uh, really taste anything or smell anything. Correct. You, you have no uh, real ability to uh, taste the flavor of stuff. But Correct. do you... 
Do you have, uh, do you just eat food normally or do you try to mix things up to maybe, so you can taste something? Like, sriracha. I don't, pur- I don't purposely. Don't put no, sriracha like, man, maybe this is, in different stuff. No. Maybe this is what will trigger my, my ability to taste things if, no. I, if I mix these two things together. No? No. Um, my buddy Donut, famously, when I was growing up, he used to make ketchup sandwiches, okay. which is not really a weird combination because a lot of stuff, you know, uh, with bread, you know, burgers and whatnot will have ketchup mm-hmm. on it somewhere. This just um, didn't have the burger. Yeah, he would just take a slice of bread, squirt some ketchup on it, fold it in half, and then eat it. Um, I, I didn't quite understand that. That was a <laughs> him thing. Um, I enjoy ketchup. I'll put it on stuff, you know, maybe that most people don't. Uh, I don't I'm not one of those weird ketchup people that puts it on everything, though. Um, mac and cheese? Not new, not fresh, but reheated mac and cheese. Okay. So, like, if I make mac and cheese and there's any left over, the next day when I heat it up, I'll sure. squirt a little in there, give it a little life. Yep. Uh, peas occasionally, but only if there's mac and if there's like uh, ketchup on the table and I have peas, I'll, I'll for some reason, I don't know. <laughs> do you have weird food combos, Gene? I don't think so. Obviously, when women so. are, are pregnant, there's kind of a the the old wives' tale that they like pickles and peanut butter together. Yeah, none of that happened for me. Elvis. Fried banana sandwiches, right? Didn't he like fried mm-hmm. banana? Yeah, yeah. Banana I don't think I, there's anything like that that I okay. That's well, there's weird. a discussion on Reddit right now uh, about uh, weird food combos that shouldn't be good but actually are. I've seen people they pour what Dr Pepper into their milk or is yeah, it Coke? Co- yeah. Well, any, any of those. So, uh, apparently, Seven Up and milk is another one. I didn't. I've, I've heard of the Coke or the pe- Dr Pepsi. Pepper, but but not Seven uh, Up and milk. Um, cheap red wine and Coke. Apparently. It doesn't work with good wine. So if you've got a two buck chuck <laughs> and you're looking to spice things up a little bit, throw some Coca Cola in there. In there? I, don't yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, obviously, uh, dark chocolate mix. You know, sweet and salty. You get yeah. you know, chocolate covered pretzels. Sure. Those are delicious. That's, That's pretty weird. Pretty standard. No, but dark chocolate with Parmesan cheese on top. This is like apple pie with uh, cheese on. Don't people uh, do that with apple yes. pie and cheese? I, that's so bizarre to me. I don't, that's that's not a bizarre. Mi- that's, yeah, a, that's weird. That's a weird ass Midwestern it's not thing. Sharp too. cheddar with uh, oh. the apple pie. Oh, they don't go together at all. Yes, they that's do. not a thing. Okay, all that's right. You not should weird. go go back to hell where you came no. from. All right. <laughs> uh, other food combos that are listed here on this Reddit thread about uh, weird food combinations that shouldn't work but actually taste good. Uh, bacon wrapped hot dog got me so far. Yep. In a bun that's lined with peanut butter and then chili on top. I think uh, somebody's just dreaming this. That, that one doesn't even sound like made up. That person's high. Well, that's like a college kid who has no food in his Yeah, fridge, you're just so taking everything out of the yeah, cupboard. Making a, Super high. Making a goulash of hot dog stuff. <laughs> if you're going to take the effort to wrap a, a hot dog in bacon, and then why are you ruining it by putting peanut butter in the bun and then putting chili on top of it? High. I could see a good mustard on top of that, maybe. but Or maybe some onions. but uh, Baked Lay's potato chips. And the white candy stick from a packet of Fun Dip. What? So you take the baked lays and you smash them up like you know the you know the Fun Dip. And I do you, know. And you sure. lick it and then you get the sugar on it and that's how you do it. Maybe the. I don't Again, know, it's high. Again, it's like eating chalk. You don't eat. The, <laughs> yeah. Uh, bread dipped in Coca Cola. Nope. Ugh. Am I in an eating contest where I have to make it soggy? So au jus. I can... If you got some au jus and you got a like a, a hard dinner roll or something, you dump that in there and you get it all sure, moist spaghetti and sauce, delicious. Mm. Uh, berries. This one's not so weird. Berries with sh- uh, sour cream and brown sugar. Okay. I'd say more cream cheese or a mascarpone, which is a little sweeter, yeah. but I don't know about sour cream. Uh, these are weird food combos that uh, people are putting on Reddit that shouldn't taste good, but apparently do. Uh, a peanut butter sandwich dipped in tomato soup. Real cheese and tomato soup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not dipping peanut butter sandwich. Those two, you don't even make those two at the same time. 
Everybody knows when you're making tomato soup, you're doing grilled cheese sandwiches. You're a lot of these seem butter. like out of desperation. Well, yeah, I've made some desperate meals. You know, the, the I have nothing else meal. Uh, salt and vinegar, potato chips, and brownies. Again, salt and sweet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sweet and salty. Uh, fried chicken with ketchup and gravy. Whatever. You, know, you get it's that breading. Condiments. Get that breading and you get a little... Ca- I can see some ranch, obviously. Gravy is not that far of a, a throw from... I can see that. Some chicken and, and mashed potatoes, but... Uh, there's an article on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com with a link to the list of stuff that people are putting on Reddit, food combos that shouldn't taste good but apparently do. You don't have any of those, do you, Drew? Drew, don't Not really, outside of ketchup and mac and cheese. Do you put ketchup on mac and cheese when you make it fresh? Uh, sometimes. Depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Why do you do it if you can't taste it? Well, I can. it, it tastes different than regular, regular mac, mac and cheese. cheese. But you said you can't taste anything. Well, I can taste something. Can I don't taste know. I mean, apparently difference. it's the ketchup. So you I know can, there's a difference. So you can taste things. Are you lying to us? <laughs> no. I'm trying to figure out why you Suddenly. would do it. Like, why do you even eat food if you can't taste it? You know what I mean? Just eat whatever's around. I mean, it's, like it's a, a raccoon. Different... You know what I mean? Like yeah. a garbage eater. He can taste its subtle difference. Maybe yeah. not like. Oh. I can tell there's a little bit. I mean, if I, I could taste salt and pepper or whatever. Like blind taste tests, you wouldn't be able to tell me which chips are which chips. You wouldn't be able no. to say that's sour cream and onion or that's uh, cream cheese or what you know dill pickle or Probably whatever. Not. Okay, but it. But you could tell there's a difference. Adding something. So if I were to give you mac and cheese blind taste test and then mac and cheese with ketchup, you could tell the difference. Yeah. So you can taste stuff. <laughs> On a very subtle level. So you lied. All right, Drew's a liar. I just found out that Drew's a liar. All right. I still can't smell. That's a thing. I don't believe you right now. I'll be honest with you. I feel I feel like I've been taken advantage of here. Go take the fart in a can in there. Ooh. And see if he's lying. Yeah. <laughs> Ass spray. You want some of that in there, Drew? I, I'd be fine. I don't think the rest of us would be. Nah, whatever. You it's wouldn't just be Brad. fine. You wouldn't. Just, you wouldn't be fine. That one might actually trigger your senses. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.